0: hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max i'm your host sean garmer here with me as always mr mark morrison howdy well we're gonna try this sunday night spot see if it works here since it's the only day now that i get off at a decent time every other day i get off at 11 so we're not having to figure out how to stay awake instead but um, we got some games to talk about here as the 2023 has officially begun. Fire Emblem Engage just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, neither one of the, us have played it, but it seems like the everybody sort of seems to like it. I have played One Piece Odyssey. I'm going to have a lot to talk about there. Uh, another indie game as well, Space for the Unbound. Uh, 343 Industry suffered layoffs along with uh, Microsoft. Riot Games suffered some layoffs. Ubisoft's not doing well. Lots of bad news with some good. Mostly bad, unfortunately, but we'll talk about all that right after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right, so just to get this out of the way before we start... Uh, I want to start start by having a news flash here. If you listen to us through uh, the W2 Network audio feed, uh, that feed will be going away. Unfortunately, that is out of our hands. Our podcast host Spreaker has decided that they no longer are going to make available account RSS feeds, which would be you know if you have a network RSS feed that is through your provider, they no longer support that. So, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do. All I can tell you is, in the description to this episode, I will have RSS feeds for not only Video Games to the Max, where if you subscribe there, you're always going to get anything anytime we post something. But all of the other shows that are active on the network right now, I will have uh, RSS feeds for those individually, where you can go subscribe. I will say, we are going to talk a little bit about it as well today, The Last of Us uh, Episode 1 impressions for the HBO show uh, Randy and, and Jens, you know, two of our friends here from the podcast, they brought their show back, Chapter Select, and they talk about the first episode there. So if you want a more in-depth look at the first episode, you can go uh, find Chapter Select, uh, search for it in any podcast feed, or you can just search for it on W Two Network YouTube channel, which is still available, and you can uh, get it through there. So, again, the YouTube channel is still up and running. You can, If you want to watch us there, you can watch us on demand there. You can watch us live on Twitch or on the WTM Network, Facebook or, or uh, Twitter or anything else. Uh, but, again, if you listen to us through audio, make sure you go subscribe, Video Games to the Max, because WTM Network, the feed itself, is going away. You will not be able to just get everything we do in one feed uh, any longer starting February 1st. Uh, They didn't give us too much of a a runtime here for this. It's basically just dropped on us that apparently two years ago, they decided to stop showcasing them like you can't find them. And now all of a sudden they decided to just out of the blue go, oh, we're not even hosting them anymore. So, again, make sure you subscribe uh, through us, Video Games to the Max on audio. But let's go ahead and... Get started since it's more recent, and there's not this like huge eye popping news. I think we need to talk about. Let's start with the games here. Mark, is there anything uh, you want to discuss?
1: Uh, I picked up a copy of Kirby's Dreamland Three for the SNES.
0: Hey, that's always a great game to be picking up, and
1: yeah, it was like 160 uh, bucks.
0: jeez <laughs> 160 bucks. Woof.
1: Yeah, not a, not a cheap game, but it's also like. Fairly rare. like it's, I think it's the first yeah. time I've seen one in the wild. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been playing anything new. I, I do have a copy of Fire Emblem on the way. Uh, okay. It should be here Tuesday, but Amazon just didn't ship it in time. That's so, okay.
0: I, I saw quite a few people were getting theirs delayed. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just you there. Um, a lot of uh, people were getting upset that it wasn't showing up that Friday.
1: Right. I also picked up a uh, TurboGrafx-16. I,
0: I saw your picture. Yeah, uh, there. You know, you have any games to play with it, or you just have the the console? No, I
1: have it. one game. I have Keith Courage in Alpha Zone, uh, which is funny. I picked that up because I picked it up like nine months ago. I saw it at a store, and I was like, "Well, Turbo Graphics games are cool." And it was like ten bucks, so why not? Right. <laughs> I'm glad I had it because I could use it to test out the TurboGraphics with.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You want to make sure it works at least and can play stuff. So.
1: Yeah, because the guy, like I bought it, it was like a half hour away in my state. You know, I had to drive out to get it. And he didn't have, uh, so I got the console, the controller, and the power cord, the, the original AC adapter, which, but he didn't have the RF switch. So I was driving home thinking like, how, do, how the hell do I hook this up to a, to a TV? And then... I looked it up, and, like, the old NES AV cords or a- RF switches can work with it also.
0: Oh, so, that's good. All right,
1: cool. I'm going to use that temporarily, or you know. Uh, so, yeah, I played a little Keith Courage. And I'm like, yep, this game's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, what made you get that
0: over the, the other games? Just because it was cheap or something? It, or?
1: cheap. I, that was, like, the packing game. I mean, it was a long oh, time. Okay. Uh, believe me, like, TurboGrafx games are, like, expensive, or some of them are. Yeah. So, I wanted, like, this... You know, one of the cheapest games I could think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only, like, three or four cover-up games I actually do want, you know, ever. So... Yeah. Not, it's not, like, a huge system for me, because there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, shoot 'em ups and crap like that, and I'm like, I'm not huge into that, you know? Right. Like, the only games I want are, like, Bonk's Adventure, uh, Military Madness, and this, like, weird first-person shooter called Silent Debuggers. <laughs> and that's that's about it. <laughs> like... Everyone's so you, like,
0: oh. you got a console to get just three games for it. That's no, I got a console
1: just to get the console. Oh, Okay, okay. Just, just to have really, it. Just to... yeah, I mean, it, it, I got it for hundred bucks, which is like stupid cheap.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's not bad
1: because like they regularly go for like one hundred and sixty online. I mean, like there are a few on, on eBay that are like you know three hundred dollars, and you guys are high if you think you are gonna get that much for this thing. Like no, nah, uh, definitely not. <laughs> uh so yeah, guy. The guy's price was originally one hundred and sixty, and he had it. Then he lowered it to a hundred. I'm like, I'll take that. Let's go. <laughs> and it has the uh, the back part also because it has like this detachable back plate. So I'm like, all right, he has everything I want. But that's about it for me. I'm playing like a, I'm playing like stupid hidden object game. That's about it. Like no, there's nothing out really except for a mediocre One Piece game.
0: <laughs> hey, you say uh, it's mediocre. I'm- I think no. it's a little bit better than me.
1: G- GameSpot says mediocre. <laughs> uh,
0: well, GameSpot, um, but yeah. So uh, since you gave me the uh, the lead in there, yes, yeah. uh, appreciate I'm sure, that. Uh, yeah, I've sure,
1: I, I read it's fine, right? But just uninspired or just you know gets bogged down.
0: <laughs> no, I mean so. I will preface this by saying that uh, at one point I was caught up with one piece. Uh, I got all the way to when they start basically towards like the more towards the beginning of the, the Wano arc. I haven't watched it in the last year, so I don't know where they are right now, but I'm pretty covered for what they're going to have in this game anyway. So, right. Um, as far I mean, as everything that's in, yeah, yeah,
1: sorry. It's like that, uh, like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game. They kind of go through the motions, but they also have like a few new bits as well.
0: Right. So, I mean, this is not just completely retelling uh, the whole every major arc of One Piece. Uh, so, I will say that there is a a new sort of it is a sort of a newer spin on it, and saying that. You have to go and do things in the present. And then there's also a memory world where you have to go back and sort of you're reliving some of those same events, but they may not happen the same way because you are living a sort of uh, Christmas past version of, yeah. of that time. So uh, you don't go through everything. So there are major parts, like say the, I've only been through the whole Alabasta arc, which is actually pretty long. Uh, it's one chapter, but it feels like a major, uh, breadth of length as far as uh this one section goes uh so you don't go through like every big fight there's a lot of the single fights that are missing if you want to get yeah. technical about it uh it's just kind of like going through dungeons and going through things and finding things and, and exploring uh there's a lot of exploring a lot of finding items finding treasure they are pirates after all um And then you still have the big bad of the, of that arc that you still fight at the end, Uh, you know, crocodile, if you've never uh, watched the show, but that being said, I think if you're a one piece fan, this might be one of the best, if not the best uh, one piece game, as far as like, this is a perfect gameplay type for what one piece is like it's the whole crew is great as a JRPG party. Uh, They have really funny lines. They got it down as far as what this, this crew means to each other. Um, You know, you do get to relive some of the cool moments from the show, but they're not like there's some cutscenes here and there that kind of let you relive that, but you're not just um, going through all of that constantly. So I do want to preface that, you can play this if you're not a One Piece fan, but a lot of the the meaningful moments won't make sense to you or mean much if right. you're not a fan of One Piece. You know, uh, like you said, it that part of the whole Kakarot thing. There is some semblance of that because um, that you know you're reliving a lot of those moments in that game as well. Which sent actually that game uh, didn't it, it came out the same day the was it the PS5 and and series version. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't played that yet, you can go, you go play that as well. But uh, so the gameplay is turn-based. It's a turn-based RPG. Um, it is a bit on the easy side. Like you don't suffer any, it's more like the Final Fantasy 10. Like you can change in and change out your party. You don't have to worry about, oh man, I'm going to have to pay a penalty where I can't use them for a turn. You switch them out. You, uh, they have the fire emblem, or Pokemon, if you will, uh, you know, system of each each person has their own, I guess, technique or whatever that they are. So you got power, technical, or speed, and then yeah. one beats the other, basically. So, you know, you try to get the best you can out of all of them. But the cool thing is that you know, if you go power against power, they do still do pretty decently. So it's not like you're constantly having to, I didn't feel like I needed to shuffle all the time where it's just like, I'm playing this shuffling game, constantly trying to do that. Um, the The battles go by pretty smoothly. It's just, I haven't felt challenged yet. There's a couple times where I kind of like had to actually really monitor my party and, and all that stuff. And it's mainly against the big boss at the end but I still found it fun. Like, I still find, like, being a One Piece fan, enjoying the moments with the crew and all that stuff, it's fun. I just think if you're not a One Piece fan, this is not a game to go and rush out and buy for 60 bucks. Uh Unless you're just a huge JRPG fan and you, you love stuff like that. You played then, everything else. <laughs> yeah, like, you played everything else, and you just really want something new to play right now. And, um, I mean, and you don't have a Switch, I guess. Uh, that you don't want to play Fire Emblem. But yeah, especially for Xbox, you're not going to get something in a while because uh, Forspoken is PS5 only. So that being said, yeah, I, I think they they nailed it on everything as far as the One Piece aspect. Like I think one the One Piece stuff, they absolutely nailed. Uh, they They hit it on that out of the park. I laughed a bunch of times with the characters. I've had fun with, uh, getting to relive some of those moments. Um, they all, like, it's all in Japanese, but that you still get a lot of the, you know, cool lines, the 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 whole battling between Sanji and uh, Zoro, you know, calling them names and stuff. The the stuff that uh, Luffy does where he does crazy stuff and, and doesn't think about what he's doing. Nami being crazy about treasure and money. Uh, all that stuff's there, you know, so um i think they they did that very well uh some great justice i'm excited to get to play more uh we'll see i've heard that it's like at least a 40 30 40 hour adventure there is side quests that's one thing they don't really do a great job of like um telling you where to go with the side quests you kind of have to do a little bit of searching there Um, Because the there's no like there's a little um, I guess a a navigation portal if uh, you're doing the main quest like that's always there, but when you're doing the side quest stuff, it's a little bit harder to find where you're the person that you're supposed to meet or once you get through that first section where you got to meet the next person or whatever else you got to do, they give you a little hint, but that's about it. So that you may have to do a bit more digging when it comes to the side quests and things like that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's really fun. You get uh, power really quickly. One little technical thing that I wasn't a big fan of, and I think it can kind of bog down the, the gameplay a bit and make it feel a bit kind of samey is you don't, you gain levels, but you don't gain abilities as you gain levels you gain it because of the way that they do the memory world you gain abilities after you finish the chapter so you're essentially through the entire chapter using the same abilities over and over and over and that kind of gets a little bit tedious um especially if you're not a big fan of the if you're just buying this to have a jrpg i think that can really start to bother you i don't really know why they couldn't have done the traditional jrpg thing where you gain abilities as you gain levels that's their decision yeah i wasn't a big fan of that um i do like the way they do equipment the each everybody has this little board that they have to fill and you each have to have these little slots that you kind of have to like do puzzles with with everybody and that's kind of neat uh trying to get everything to work in there and they do have like a fusion system with the equipment as well so um that's that's pretty neat. And I like the new characters, the new characters that they add with with the um, the main world that you're in called the Wofford. Uh Both of them are pretty they feel like they're part of the One Piece universe. So, yeah, I think for the most part, again, I've enjoyed the game. And uh, I think if you're a One Piece fan, it's definitely not it's one you should definitely think about picking up. Um, if not at release, cause you want to play something else, definitely something to look for later in the year when maybe it's a little bit more, um, less stuff coming out and you want something to play. I, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, another game that I've, I, so I'm technically reviewing this game, uh, as well. I got a uh, thanks, Ben on Namco for the code, uh, It's this four and one, and then I'm reviewing another game for last word on gaming, which is, uh, an indie game you probably see, I think it's been shown on some of the indie world directs called space for the unbound. Uh, It's set in like nineties Indonesia. And it's basically, I guess like you would call it a walking Sim, if you want to call it that. Uh, But it's like pixel art. So it feels like it could have been on the SNES. And I think it's sweet and charming. I haven't gotten through everything um, I think I'm like three chapters in um, basically you have it's you're this character, Atma who's the boy. Uh, and then you have this other girl character who's your girlfriend. And both of them have powers. Uh, I'm not going to like go through what each of them uh, can do. Cause I think that kind of ruins a little bit of the story impact, but Um, I think if you like these like sort of narrative story-based games, uh, I definitely would try it out. Um, but it's, it deals with some like real life kind of aspects of like depression, mental issues, anxiety, uh, things like that portrayed through what goes wrong with Atma and, uh, Rhea and, uh, the other character that is involved here as well. So, um, I've liked it so far. I think it's really charming. I got it on the switch. So, um, well, uh, I'll probably have more thoughts as I write the review, hoping for next week. Uh, I got to do the big move this week, so we'll see when I can get to it. But for the most part, I've really been enjoying it. And again, like if you like these narrative type games, I definitely should pick it up. And aside from that, I, I made it out of uh, Midgar in Final Fantasy 7. And like <laughs> Yeah, I made it out of there. I I went to calm, and I think I'm in the middle of the Nibelheim thing. Uh, the last time I had played it, so uh, yeah. see if I can get back to that when when things slow down because I know I'm not getting forespoken. spoken, and I don't know about this space remake. I'm have to wait on that one for a little bit because I know I have to spend a bunch on uh, the Moving theater in- rhythm, the theater rhythm game. Oh, yeah. pretty quick. So
1: it's only 100. But,
0: yeah, I am, but I'll get plenty of use out of it. I'll play it a lot. So that's uh, that's the fun thing, at least. So yeah. that's it, I think, for the games we've been playing. Let's get into the news here. And like I said at the beginning, a lot of the news, uh, outside of The Last of Us stuff that I think we'll talk about at the end, just to avoid, uh, even though I don't really think it's spoilers, unless you just haven't played the game at all uh let's start really quick with uh the playstation plus extra and premium stuff that came out i think uh, a couple of days ago uh so if you have extra you can play back for blood dragon ball fighter z which that's a game that mark liked a lot uh may cry 5 special edition that's a pretty terrific game uh both life is Strange for the storm and life is strange i might check those out because i never played those i've only played the uh most recent one um, Jet the Far Shore, which is that's that game that came out last year, the indie title. that's sort of like just like exploration based. Um, Just Cause Four Reloaded, which I think if I remember right, you did not like it that much.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Reloaded uh, adds, but who knows. <laughs> um, Erica, which
0: wasn't that something that Yens. I think it's some played?
1: like indie game. Or yeah, some, yeah.
0: And then Omno which is an indie title as well. So some. Pretty decent stuff in there, especially uh Dragon Ball Fighters, if you like fighting it, that's a pretty great fighting game. Uh if you haven't played that yet. Uh Drowing May Cry Five is one of the best freaking action games out there. And then you get the two Life of Strange games uh as well. So that's pretty good. And they added some decent stuff for the three PS one classics, type filter three. Uh you probably maybe have played
1: that. I nope. I'm mean, not played like no. a demo type filter one. <laughs>
0: Star Wars Demolition and Hot Shots Golf too. Never can go wrong with Hot Shots Golf. Uh, At least there,
1: adding the big hits.
0: Yeah, for sure. Supposedly, supposedly there are rumors that they are going to be doing a lot with uh, the PS Classics this year. Let's see if that actually happens. Because so far my thing runs up in March and I'm really considering downgrading because premium has been an absolute just rip off right now.
1: Right. So and who wants, like who wants to play like the twisted metal version of star Wars, you know?
0: Yeah. Like not really. Right. I don't know too many people to do. So Microsoft's among some other, I mean, tech companies in general have been getting hit with layoffs big time, uh, meta, Google, Giant Microsoft, bomb. Giant Bomb, GameSpot, um, uh, Amazon, I think. Amazon as well. Uh, so unfortunately, when you include Microsoft, this also includes the gaming uh, side of things. So uh, Bethesda and my, and Xbox both got hit uh, with layoffs. Um, and 343 was impacted pretty heavily uh yeah. when you're when you're looking at that and it put the the future of halo in doubt for a lot of people i mean they they kind of obviously they have to with halo infinite is still out there and it's still supposedly getting content they had to you know come out and go hey we're going to keep developing halo now and in the future including stories epic stories multiplayer and more of what makes halo great um You know, we know the troubled history that Halo Infinite went through. I don't think we need to go over that again. Uh, But, you know, Bonnie Ross left, remember, last year. Um, The multiplayer creative director left. Uh, It's director of engineering left. The head of creative is now leaving. Uh, Many of the 343 employees are not happy uh, because of the way that this was handled and... Um, you know, that basically this should they feel like this shouldn't have happened. Halo Infinite should be in a better state. Um, there's leadership up the top uh during Halo Infinite's development that caused massive stress on people, that it shouldn't be blamed on the people that worked on the game every day, which unfortunately when stuff like that happens, the people that get affected the most are not the figureheads, it's the people below that. And that happens in almost any company, when stuff like this happens. Um, And then just to throw this in as well, uh, Microsoft also suffered another blow to this acquisition of Activision Blizzard because Google, which obviously Google has reasons, right? Uh, They had a competitor in Stadia just shut down officially uh, this last week. Um, And then Nvidia got involved also and saying that um, there is a case for the need to have equal and open access to games. It doesn't oppose the acquisition, um, but you know, it wasn't completely supportive of it either. Uh, so to throw all that in, doesn't look great right now. I mean, it feels like all we've heard since the launch of Halo Infinite was, okay, story's great. Or stories enjoyable, but then everything else about Halo Infinite has been bad.
1: And these are the guys who want to take over Call of Duty, huh?
0: <laughs> Technically different studios. Technically different studios. Yeah, but, but it's all
1: at the top, like you just said. Like you know, it all fell. Yeah. Ultimately it all fell on Phil Spencer's head or shoulders. Yeah. So. It,
0: I mean, Phil Spencer got promoted during yeah. all of this. And you know, that's that's terrible. I mean, you lose 10,000 people, uh, many of that in 343 Industries, Bethesda as well, who's, you know, they're working on a game right now. They're working on Starfield. I don't know how much of that team, if at all, got hit. But, you know, we've also got, uh, was a Redfall that's supposed to be coming out? So you got two Bethesda titles coming out this year. Um, that's not good when you, when you hear Bethesda's name included here because they're also working on that. Indiana Jones game from machine games, uh, so they've got plenty of things going on that works right now, but really, Microsoft really just needs a game to come out yeah. at this point, uh, because all of their news has been negative, negative, negative.
1: I mean, um, this can we can talk about Ubisoft in a bit, but it's the same thing as Ubisoft as well, so yeah, but I mean, they, they
0: have this developer direct in a couple of days, so maybe there'll be something positive, but.
1: For the people Uh, who are employed, here are the games they're making.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and it just sucks. It just sucks to see all of this. It sucks to see these huge companies that make so much money have to lose people. Um, But, I mean, it feels like the tech boom is starting to lessen a bit here. Um,
1: Well, at least for, like, Halo, like, ever since Microsoft took it over, it's been, like, a slow-moving disaster.
0: Yeah, ever ever since yeah, ever since three four three has been the main and like, the main players here.
1: The, the games yeah. are mostly fine. I think Halo Five was like the outlier. Like, I don't yeah. like that one too much.
0: I think people people hated the the story was not right. Great. I, the multiplayer was
1: was fine. Um, right. the, yeah. I mean the multiplayer is all, almost always fine. But like right. them saying with Halo Infinite now, like oh we're cutting back story content. Like we're not going to any more story deals. It's just gonna be, you know, multiplayer stuff. That's this game is literally called Halo Infinite, you idiots. Like it, Yeah, I mean that that makes it be out
0: for me because I don't really have much more to play of the story, and that's what I was hoping on is that we would get DLC, we would get more things right. to bring, you know, the story based gamers back. I mean, I don't really care about the multi I mean, I'll play the I played the multiplayer here and there, it's fun or whatever, but I'm not a big multiplayer gamer, so and it, um.
1: Yeah, Even if you were, it's not like Halo is where it once was. Right, know? no, it's not. not. I
0: mean, there's there's so much negativity when it comes to Halo's uh multiplayer. So, yeah, it's just it's not all the all the talk about Halo multiplayer is like this is not what we thought about when y'all were telling us that we're going to have, you know, the best multiplayer ever and that it's free to play and and all of this stuff. I mean, so yeah. just Think about the perspective of man Halo used to be Microsoft's main franchise and now it's like they're sitting there hoping that Forza can save their butt again because and, that's that's all they've had for a while.
1: Yeah. And it's like hey, I I like Forza, don't get me wrong, but it's not anywhere near it's not where it's not where Halo should be, let's say that as far as like size and scale. Like you don't you don't see like Forza brightened Mountain Dew cups or anything like that.
0: Yeah, uh definitely not. Um that, that's the thing is and then you have that divide as well, right? You got the people that like the Horizon game. Right. I and mean, then you got people like me that are never going to touch the Motorsport game because it's just it's just too technical for me.
1: Yeah, but, you don't want to yeah. race, race around like, you know, the Nürburgring 20 20 times or you know, anything yeah. like that. Or you like the you like the sense of exploration and like the big open world feel. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I mean it just like, for me, uh, you know, Starfield might be something that I try out. I'm usually not, like, the big Fallout, and I'm not a big Western RPG guy in general. But um, I- I'll see, but definitely Redfall, that's going to – I don't know if that's going to hit as big as they think it is.
1: They. is. Uh, I'll go yeah. with no. <laughs> yeah. My, my crystal ball is showing no on that one. Like, I'm sure it'll be popular for, like, a month or two and then quickly fall off, like, every other, you know – Multiplayer, yeah, or, you know, four player. It game. feels
0: like all of these co op shooters that have come and gone, they tried to make it come back, and one after the other, bam, 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 none of them seem to really yeah. light the world on fire, right? So, we'll see if Redfall continues that trend or maybe bucks it. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's good to hear that Microsoft has some games coming out. We, we There's some that we it, it would be good to get some updates on. when We get that developer diary like uh, Hellblade 2 and uh, Avowed, and uh, are they going to show us anything with Everwild? You know, those are the more intriguing things. Fable feels like forever away. Um, then we might get a little bit more about that, but that really feels far. I mean, there so, were rumors
1: a few weeks ago that like Fable got rebooted or... You know, yeah, and, and I they, saw they, that they, too. Like, no, it's, it's not. But it's like, yeah. at this point, why not? Or, you know, like yeah, the fact that they haven't shown anything out of it for like four years. I, yeah.
0: I think it's just they got to avoid bad press so bad because it's like we already know Everwild got rebooted.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? We already know they went through some troubles. Uh, you know, uh, was it Team Ninja? Is is it Team, Team Ninja, right? What?
1: Everwell? That's who they
0: are? Uh, no, they're Hellblade. Yeah. Um, you know, they're working on that Project Mara thing too. So it's like you got a lot of stuff in development, right? We got Outer Worlds too, as well, but it's like it feels like a lot of this stuff is far away. And then the stuff that's coming out, even that necessarily, aside from Starfield, doesn't really think, feel like it's going to be this, this magnum opus that Microsoft really needs to – I, again, is going to have its fans, no doubt. is going to be a great game. They know how to make Forza at this point.
1: Yeah, it's not, an, uh, it's not anything new. Like, this is like 4.8, right. I think.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's 8. I mean, I think they took the name off. They took the, just, the number off great. at it this just point. Fun system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what we're all waiting on. But, no, definitely, it's just, it sucks to see you buy all these studios and then a lot of people off and then say it's all your fault (laughs) yeah exactly and then i think also what's what's hurting them too is just like this prolonged thing with the Activision blizzard deal where it's like i think they're kind of looking at it like man this is going to take a long time we might as well start laying off people because we're going to have to bring in all these people from these studios eventually but it's not happening as quick as we want and you know it i think that that's causing an issue too you know
1: I got, I got five words that'll solve all of Microsoft's problems right here now. Blinks the Time Sweeper 3. <laughs> Make a new Blinks game and a new Fusion Frenzy.
0: Uh, hey, I'm down with a new Fusion Frenzy. That would be great if we could have one of those. Hey, you know, Microsoft needs, needs a party game. I mean, I know they have that Party Animals game, which that looks fun and all, but another, a new Fusion Frenzy would be great.
1: I don't think you ever made this point, but I saw some of the points that, like, or even like Phil Spencer saying like, "Oh, you know, if, if if the Activision deal goes through, we can resurrect all these old Activision franchises." Yes, like yeah, you can't do that with Microsoft franchises. What makes you think you're going to do this with Activision ones?
0: But I think Microsoft franchises, is like again, besides Blinks, they don't have that many. Like Activision actually does, and some of them are. We're not just. It's not like just resurrecting. It's like we're we're making sure that they keep going. Like Tony Hawk, right? That that should be still going and it's not i mean i think Um, the only one though yeah i mean crash is still going technically but how many people really want that rumble game uh i mean i don't think there's that many people it's it's cool but it's not when i when i'm talking of when i'm thinking of a crash game that's not really i'm thinking of the racing game yeah well the racing game's fine uh,
1: well but the original one was fine the the remaster was a bastardized thing
0: yeah i (laughs) know Um, I'm wrong about that. But um, as much as Phil Spencer wants to say that, you know, it it, it hurt him. Yeah. To have to see this
1: and have to do it. It's like, well, I didn't see you coughing up your paycheck. You know, like,
0: yeah, Uh, I can't. We can't speak for that. We don't know. Right. uh, For sure or not, if if anything was done on that front. But it just sucks. It sucks that, again, you brought in all these teams and we've had very little. I mean, outside of, of Obsidian, which has been their one saving grace out of this whole thing. Um, yeah,
1: it's like yeah. no offense to Microsoft, but or to the game in general. But like, then going like, hey, we got Penitent. It's yeah, okay. Like, I mean, Pentiment's gonna... a great critical Penitent darling, star, right? right? But it's
0: not. It's not. Oh my God, go play Pentiment right now because yeah, well, it's
1: not like a yeah. game you can like bundle up with the console and go like, oh, I got a free game, Pentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like definitely I no, no you can't
0: um it's one of those like darling things that also you have to kind of really be into games to like that it's not something you can recommend to your friend and go hey go play pentiment you know a grounded is the same thing as well it's not something that it's
1: a nice little game um which one but it yeah
0: grounded which is also sitting yeah but
1: that was offered like in early development forever too. So that's I exactly to if it out.
0: finally came out last year, but, and then, you know, uh, your one big game that was exclusive high on life now has really bad press. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that didn't go well either. As, you know, Justin Roiland aside here, um, but yeah, it just has not been great for Microsoft. And it also has not been great for Ubisoft either. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing worse <laughs> they delayed oh my god mark we're talking about it again the game that's never going to come out skull and bones again delayed and now it's like tba
1: yeah they just uh, said just fiscal year 2023 or something yeah
0: at first it had what was it march 9th or
1: something yeah i had, it and had then, an actual date.
0: and then they well okay first it was supposed to come out the day before god of ragnarok they moved it to like march of this year then all of a sudden it's like oh well now we don't even know when it's coming out so uh then then they use the excuse of mario uh rabbit sparks of hope undersold
1: yeah wait there's a few reasons for that i i saw a video of a guy explaining it like because like the first mario rabbits game did really well when it came out but it's like yeah because it came out like the month the Switch came out. Like, there's no other games when it came out.
0: Well, no, not, it didn't come out the month. It came out that year of the Switch yeah. where they were just getting banger after banger every month. And right. it was... The Switch still felt new. There wasn't... a You were right. There's not a lot of games at that point. Now it's like you got way too many games for the Switch. Yeah. And then also the Switch is not... I mean, the Switch is the highest-selling console of this year still. But I, I feel like also... The first game was a surprise to a lot of people. Like it was I think, new. I
1: think now it's not. Also, it, uh, it also burned a lot of people. So that's why. Yeah, it, that's you true. I didn't expect the second one to do well. I mean, it sucks because that second one is like a marked improvement of the first. So right. Don't expect a Mario Rabbits 3 to come out anytime soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't expect it. Uh, definitely not. And also, we got to remember, too, Mario Rabbits 1 felt like it was perpetually on sale all the time.
1: Yeah, you can get that for 15 bucks, or, you know...
0: I I swear, like, that game was constantly on sale for $35. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe that'll happen with this one, and that's where it'll get a lot of the people that buy it. But, yeah, I think I agree with you in that a lot of mixture of things. It came out the first year of the Switch. It was new. It was something different, right? It was the Rabbids and Mario and and all of them in in a... different game that we don't see them in a lot of times. And then they play it and they go, "Ah, I didn't like this that much. I think when the second one comes out, it's like, well, that's looks like the same game. So I'm not buying this, you know, Uh, maybe when it goes on sale, a big sale, no people will buy it again. um, But we'll see. It's just, you know, you throw that in. uh, Also, like a lot of their other franchises that they've been like wanting to do well, have, have not been, uh, just Dance is apparently finally hit that part where people are kind of just like, okay, it's the same right. game every year. Uh, this is not uh, doing they, well.
1: They turned Rocksmith into a subscription based model instead. Exactly. So it's like, that, yeah. that didn't help. They
0: canceled three unannounced games. Uh, none of them is Beyond Good and Evil 2, apparently, for now. But,
1: Which, hey, that uh, didn't work the Duke Nukem Forever record.
0: <laughs> it's oh God, really? Yeah, Um, that's not good. Um, Yves Guimont did not help himself by putting the onus on the developers at
1: first. Yeah, and then they said we're going to strike and then he quickly backed down. He's like, oh, wait, my bad. (laughs) Does this guy just
0: not have a PR person? Like the dude just keeps putting his foot in his mouth constantly.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, why are you even saying these things?
1: He was like, (laughs) oh, I think he said, like, oh, the employees need to, like, lead us out of the, you know, this, our dark future or whatever bullshit. And it's like, you're the leader. Like, you're the one who's. Yeah. If anybody's supposed
0: to be the one leading, it's supposed to be you (laughs) after you chose to, like, take forever to remove all the bad apples that you had.
1: Like, uh, you know, I was not video of, like, Ubisoft's games over, like, last year. Like, aside from Mario and Rabbids, it was like three mobile ports or mobile games no, no, no one's heard of or barely is played. Uh, some Assassin's Creed DLC, uh, mm-hmm. and Roller Derby or Roller
0: Roller Champions, yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: which was, there like, were already rumors that they were gonna shut it down,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm sure they will, or uh, you like know, it's so and it's like, oh, and uh, what Rainbow Six Extraction, which no one cared about,
0: yeah, that that game just came and went like a wet fart. Yeah. It just absolutely and, got yeah, nothing.
1: And it's like, yeah, yeah, who okayed all these games or who okayed all this shit? Like, it's not the employee, this programmer going, like, Oh, I'm going to put up this new, this extraction game. You, you said this is a fine. Yeah, it just, it feels like if you look,
0: if you, you know, look at this, what Ubisoft has, right? Yeah. It's, a bunch of games that we don't know when in the world they're gonna come out. Right? They had to delay the, the avatar game, uh, which you know you would have it, thought they would have tried their damnedest to get that to come out along with the yeah, movie. That, it didn't.
1: That, that would have been the smart move. Or, I mean, yeah. Now it'll be like, oh, it'll come out when the when the Blu-ray releases or when the DVD comes out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they have this multiplayer
0: uh like 3D party game that's supposed to come out at the tail end of this month. Um that probably will not be moving the needle that much. That's Ubisoft Lexus to you
1: know they yeah. already have a, they already had they had a rabid party game come out last year. Yeah. And it's like the, won't, won't play that. Like
0: that odd, it's called oddballers. Yeah. And then they have that division free to play Heartland or Heartland thing. Uh oh, we'll see if that revives. Yeah, a a lot of people are gonna play that. Um, Skull and Bones, which is definitely delayed right now. Um, The one positive they have is Assassin's Creed Mirage, going back to the old Assassin's Creed. But Assassin's Creed really has been their their one consistent game has been Assassin's Creed. Right. You know, I mean, you've liked the all the Hollow stuff, but man, they really made that game feel like it was a lot.
1: No, I I like the Hollow. That's one I Uh, liked. Yeah, I don't like Odyssey or Origins, but yeah, I mean, I dumped 180 hours into Valhalla, so and I'll get I'll get Mirage. Yeah, right I think that, you probably. played all
0: the DLC, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll get Mirage when it so, comes I mean, out. So yeah, but yeah, that's uh, we the have the like who knows Mysterio. when Assassin's
0: Creed Infinity, all those games sure. are coming, right? Um, so again, like almost all of this is Assassin's Creed. Uh, you got Beyond Good and Evil 2, which we don't know if that's ever coming out. Uh, Prince of Persia, the remake. Same thing. We don't know when that's coming out. Yeah. Um, Project U, uh, that, we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh,
1: so, someone asked, yeah. they, I mean, Eve did a uh, like conference call with some, some of the, his employees. Because he made the, like, oh, we're trying to adapt to the changing trends of gaming culture. One of the employees asked, like, why aren't we setting, setting the tone? Or why aren't we setting... Trends ourselves, and he had like no response to that at all.
0: I mean, one of the problems Ubisoft has is that people are out Ubisoft and Ubisoft. Yeah, like everybody knows how to do a Ubisoft game now. Everybody does it. When there's an open world game, it's all Ubisoft's stuff, yeah. right? It's all stuff that well, Ubisoft like, normally does.
1: They shouldn't have relied on one formula for the past two decades or fifteen, yeah. or 15 years.
0: They killed all their other games except for Division and Rainbow Six Siege that um were different, right? Even Prince of Persia was different. Even right. uh dang it, I can't think of one of the other games that Oh, Rayman. Right? Yeah. I mean I get it, Michelle Ansel is, is gone and everything, but like Rayman should have had a new game by now. Yeah. Um, Well, he'll be in
1: the DLC at least from Mario and Rabbids, but yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. (laughs) Like, I mean, just to finish, like, the Settlers remake, okay, that's different, but it's still, like, okay, that's a very limited audience. Yeah. Uh, Who knows when the Splinter Cell remake is going to come out? Never. The Star Wars, like, Ubisoft game could be cool. Right, but again, we don't know when that's coming out. And then you got that X Defiant BS multiplayer thing. So it's
1: like they're trying to work in a new crew game. Yeah, and it's like, yo, why? Like, but, but that's the thing. They have to.
0: They can't. They can't set the trend because they now don't know how to make a game that doesn't have all the Ubisoft element crap in it. So. It's like we're making the same game and then oh the one big thing we have is that we're gonna stop doing Assassin's Creed the RPG and go back to doing Assassin's Creed the the action stealth, the stealth yeah game. <laughs> so I mean what does that really say about you as a company right now? Um you're regressing, is <laughs> Exactly. I you I think you need to get I mean Eve might need to step back and and maybe get some new blood in there to run the ship and say, look, this is where gaming is going.
1: Let's push oh. it in this direction. Right. I, I firmly think that within like five years, either he'll be gone or Ubisoft will be gone. Yeah, so Ubisoft will get bought by somebody. Yeah, yeah. Be absorbed by like, you know, Microsoft or EA or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised at all if somebody, um, I don't know what they would do about the Tencent. Uh, owning parts of it or whatever, but or how long it would take to get that dissolved, or they would have to carry that over, or I don't know. Um, but I will not be surprised at all if within the next year or two Ubisoft is owned by somebody else, yeah, because they have been open about hey, we're willing to listen to offers, yeah, but pretty no vividly. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it, it doesn't surprise me at all that this is this is what's happening and then again like aside from assassin's creed mirage when you look at the list of games that are supposed to be coming out this year for them it's very 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 slim um you know and and they don't have i mean yeah six siege is is still doing okay right and but aside from that you don't have these like platoons to fall back on like at least ea still has fifa madden you know all that if they if if for some reason jedi survivor doesn't do well they still have that right um i'm pretty sure probably will do fine but just saying
1: well they don't have like the perennial uh franchises that have been around for 20 or 30 years
0: well they have some but they have like far cry is just like I don't think I want to see another Far Cry game for yeah. A well, while. That's the thing, they know, just like, into the
1: ground. I'm like, going like, oh, you got Giancarlo Esp- Esp- Esposito. It's like okay, but the gameplay is still is like not great. And yeah, you're just going. We're exactly. adding more into it. Doesn't help.
0: It's not. It's just not looking good for Ubisoft right now.
1: Um, Plus, and like, they can't annualize a lot of their games, unlike EA or Activision.
0: Well, no, and when they did, what happened? Right, people got tired of Assassin's Creed. Right, so um, now they're trying to do that by having different Assassin's Creeds in different forms of
1: development. Yeah, so that they can have one
0: sort of almost every year, every you know well, year it and a half. A while, yeah.
1: and most of that was actually fine, but like the one year it went bad. It went really bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, th- that's that's just one of these things. Ubisoft is really going to have to try to turn the page and go in a different direction and. Think of something. Um, yeah, I don't know if they need to just wipe the slate with more of these games that have been long in development, and and or they have to do the other thing of just like, come on, let's go, let's get them out, get that Beyond Good and Evil two out. Uh, you know, we need to get the Splinter Cell out because, you know, I there mean, was a t- yeah.
1: I, I'd cancel Beyond Good and Evil two at this, point. or say if if you're going to do that, say within six months we have to have a trailer, you have to have actual gameplay footage, right like let a fight on people's asses
0: yeah by the end of by the end of this year we need to have some
1: yeah you know but Cell uh, should should come out or they should make one of those but I don't have any faith they'll they will yeah or oh, that like I mean it'll be good
0: I don't know that we have faith aside from assassin's creed it feels like there's not a lot of faith in
1: Ubisoft, period so it'll be Sam Fisher climbing a satellite dish to get you know to unlock more of the math
0: yeah uh for sure um so continuing in the bad direction i'm just gonna go throw all this stuff in here uh riot games had to let go of some people uh 46 jobs have been eliminated in a round of cuts um really sucks to hear that uh you know riot games is pretty much league of legends and they've been you know they did that rpg which actually kind of looked interesting i still need to i've been waiting for it to go on a kind of a bigger sale to maybe pick it up i think i have that yeah and of course, you know they have the Arcane show that did wonders for people uh, on Netflix, and Blizzard has been having this tit for tat with China for a while and NetEase, and the deal ended ends basically. Tomorrow. Uh it ends by the time you're going to be watching or listening to this, and that pretty much means that everything Blizzard uh, is all going to be suspended. So WoW, Hearthstone. What uh you know, Warcraft maybe Forge so people are still playing that Overwatch, Overwatch two, uh, Starcraft, Diablo three, Heroes of the Storm. I mean, if people are still playing Heroes of the Storm maybe, and then you know you got the upcoming Diablo four as well. You know, so they need to resolve this issue that they have with China.
1: This, this but, is a weird <laughs> story because apparently, uh, this was a few months ago, but I guess Blizzard tried to renegotiate their deal or like. They wanted to sign like an extension with Nettie, saying like, "Oh, we want we want six more months, but we also want to be able to uh, negotiate with other partners." Like, and Nettie's just like, "Go fuck yourself!" <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah. why? Why would
1: you think we would ever okay exactly? This? Who's then, ever going to be cool with that? Yeah. So that that that's ultimately what kind of happened. And then I guess Nettie's like, they some. I mean, they've been partners for fourteen years, right? And they made that Diablo Immortal game. Like, I don't think. I'm not sure. That's the one that's like not getting cut off yet, but and but I guess like Nettie's had some like Blizzard statue or like some orc mm-hmm. statue on, on their co- like you know company headquarters and they like tore it down. <laughs> wow,
0: like Why the, to make a statement there. There's a
1: video of them tearing it down and like I think like thirty thousand Chinese people watched it were like cheering them on. So yeah, I mean there are some other companies that like Blizzard can partner with like Tencent or I thought there were like two or three others, but like yo, your World of Warcraft character is not moving forward over there, or, you know, that's the important part.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's just, it's uh, it's not great to, to have this happen right now, especially when you're, like, trying to finish this buyout deal, and then maybe they were assuming that Microsoft would...
1: Let's, I mean, pie in the sky, but if Microsoft got the deal to go okay tomorrow, it just went through magically... I think this actually resolved itself pretty quickly because Nettie said, "Like we still want to work on this stuff, but some some higher up Blizzard guy was some jackass, and he's like the one he's like the one who like went against it, or like wanted to, like he accused Nettie's of like stealing their IP or trying to like get their games." Yeah, and it's like n- no, like y'all know Blizzard's games, like it's hard to kind of copy that.
0: Yeah, and I think people will be will see that quickly. Right, as well, and and kind of be like, ah, this feels like a copy
1: of rip off and it look, I think Tencent actually did make some like there's a trailer of it now actually out. It, it was like some World of Warcraft looking looking MML that's pretty funny. Like there are some pretty direct references or like Chinese yeah. copies or like oh he's not called Deathwing, he's called Dreadwing. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. That's not good. But I but mean like- something that's yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, it's like, what happens to all the Chinese gold farmers now? They're all out of jobs. Yes. <laughs> oh, what am I saying? They always uh, plan American services they always do.
0: Uh,
1: another bad
0: thing, which is not uh, great for Square Enix, but it, this kind of felt inevitable, honestly. Um, Marvel's Avengers is finally going to be uh, getting a end date as far as support yeah. from Square Enix and, and the team itself. This kind of felt like, again, inevitable that we were gonna see this. Um, now they've kind of said that basically, at by what September thirtieth, that's yep. it. Uh, single multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available, but they're kind of done doing like updates and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like you know, basically
1: uh, no more content or like no yeah. more. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if there's like some big security issue, they may patch it, but. No More like balancing or anything like that, yeah. I um, mean, once Embracer bought Crystal Dynamics, the right one's already kind of on the wall, <laughs> or you know, once right, Square sold them off, it's like, yeah, how long is this? Be? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it definitely like I think people should have seen that happening. Uh, they weren't going to definitely pay the premium that they were going to want for um, this kind of thing to keep yeah. going, especially when. Like, again, how much is Square Enix going to have to pay to keep Crystal Dynamics and, and Idos Montreal uh, while they're being owned by another studio to keep working on their game, uh, yeah. you know? And it's not like Embracer has any kind of motive to do it because it's not like the game's performing extremely well. Right. Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, they I'm also sure. might not... They
0: might not have sold these studios either if the game was doing really well.
1: Either, yeah, I'm sure. So. If, if, like, you know, if the game had, like, 300,000 players on it right now... They wouldn't be canceling it, but it has, like I saw some Steam thing, and it was like, we got three hundred fifty players on it like this one day. It's like, wow, (laughs) you know, Team Team Fortress Two has more than that, and that's fifteen years old. You know, that game is
0: super old, yeah.
1: So, I mean, ultimately, I think that game was hobbled from the start, like Marvel's Avengers. They never got ahead of it, or they never like fixed it, and the, the the public persona of it or a perception of it and yeah
0: yeah I, I mean and that's what sucks because it actually had a good single player story and everything but they kept botching the co-op and the and then also when they would add new things like i think a lot of people like the hawkeye stuff and they like the old wakanda stuff but then it was like again you you kind of fail in keeping the game fresh as
1: far as well,
0: when they, they made that a... gameplay change
1: right that that
0: wasn't received yeah. very well
1: by people either when they when they're like oh people are like leveling too fast we got to stop this it was, no <laughs> like that's yeah like the one thing people would probably want you know views of positives all, all yeah. this is all this said this thing lasted less than marvel heroes Oof, that's a lot right there by like about a year or at least i think like 400 days or something like that and it's yeah, good job killing that one, I guess, then, huh?
0: And then I get also having to, like, tie it to the MCU, but then you can't use the MCU people, you can't use... Right. The,
1: I mean, yeah, th- that was like, the most hilarious part when they introduced the game. They're like, here are all the voice actors, and what? <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a... Talk about, like, legends of video game voice acting, but it's not... Yeah. um, You know, the, the voices that you're used to hearing.
1: Yeah, I know if that's like unless... Nolan North or Lo- 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 Laura Bailey, like, they're good, but... <laughs> It's not Scarlett Johansson or Christopher Evans when the game is supposed to directly be in the stupid MCU. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's, I mean that's my that's my fear with that EA Iron Man game. Right. Like no, pay Robert Downey Jr. his money. Just just do it. I'm sure it'll be fine because you doesn't have, have to show up for the. You know, he doesn't have to act on the camera. But pay him his money and let's just move on.
0: But you know they probably won't
1: though. Right.
0: Uh, you know they probably won't, unfortunately.
1: Oh I, oh no I, yeah. no North sounds just like him. We'll be fine.
0: <laughs> or nah, they'll get know. one of the, the ones that have done him in the cartoon show. Yeah. You know, in the past. I I think it's just that's the thing, it's like look at look at Marvel Midnight Suns, how well that was received. Yeah. And they didn't have to tie it to the MCU. They didn't have to they let it be its own thing. They Let's let it be its it. own game and, and now look at it.
1: Same same thing with uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite.
0: Yeah, and Marvel Snap is well received as well. They they've done a good job with that. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's a card game, much easier to do than this this big or like okay. Spider Man.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: <laughs> like, Spider Man exactly. Yeah. They they let Spider Man be itself. They didn't try to do Spider Man uh, Homecoming the the game. Right. They Spider Man was his own thing, right? Yeah. Um, it's it let they let it be all separate, right? Uh, they didn't make Mar- Miles Morales the same Miles Morales that's in the the movies. So yeah. they really could use a lesson from that and say, "Hey, there's some good stuff here that we're missing out because we're so doggone. It's got to tie to the MCU. Like
1: stop the Only the only exception I would say though is it would be cool if they got like. For that like Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game, if they got the spider voice, Spider-Verse voice actor to do voiceover for it as well, like give you the option, that'd be kind of cool. But that's about it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, extremely...
1: That's, that's uh, Well, you're not going to get Tom Holland to do it unless you pay him money. No. I mean. I just... It, it, it'd just be like, that would be cool. Like I would actually probably pay for that. But it doesn't need to tie directly into, you know, this is... Spoke nine in a phase four plan of Mar- the MCU, dumb extra because, like, the Mortal Com- the recent Mortal Kombat game, did that.
0: Yep, that's true. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it just again, this felt inevitable, but it's also just like a tale of how this game has just been not well received and this has gone more into uh, that.
1: Um, uh, what are you trying to say a live service Square Square Enix game has gone bad? Yeah. I don't believe you. A- add that to the
0: list of live service for yeah. me. I mean, look at Babylon's Fall, how well that did. I mean, um, but if we're gonna stay on the same track of how well this or did not do, uh Callisto Protocol also underperformed. Um just just a bit. The game reportedly cost over $200 billion, uh and it only made back $163. Well no, one hundred. No, that's two hundred billion. billion
1: something like not US currency. Yeah, not
0: US currency. 162 million uh US currency and then 132 million pounds. It, it uh, costs
1: million, which is
0: yeah. I think Korean. It's still ridiculous. It's still a ridiculous number. It costs that much. Um you know this game did not sell. Uh well I mean it's I think it's they're saying it might have a current sales ranking of cumulative, two two million,
1: yeah and they uh, needed, needed it to to do five to basically break even, yeah I think like that game had problems, uh the biggest one is like word of mo- like just word of mouth like once it came out it got very middling to negative scores, and that why well, people gonna buy it then I'm sure you know, yeah, and also. You know, this is one of the games that, that called like quadruple A, like not triple A anymore, quadruple A. And it's like, yo, why? Like Dead Space was never that to begin with. And you don't, why would you do that with an untested franchise? Like, if you're going to make a quadruple A game, have it be Star Wars or have it be like maybe, you know, Metal Gear Solid or something yep. like that, not some new thing that people don't know if it's actually gonna be you know they like i
0: mean also it's like they really tried to dead space is coming pretty soon and right you really went after the dead space crowd
1: i, I think um, it launched in such a rough state because they tra- they really did try to get it out early exactly but it's like the game yeah the game wasn't finished though so that's an issue and then you know if the game came out now it still wouldn't have probably sold as much as they needed it to but it got fixed up enough to be in a more playable state and it's like yeah you would have sold more copies now though now then
0: yep i mean that's the thing is like it really felt like oh my god we have to get this out before the dead space remake or we're toast yeah and it's just like has that ever really helped someone when you're rushing a game it's a new ip it's already getting comparisons to that, except it's, like, gorier and more horror.
1: Hey, um it works yeah. well, it's like a Saturn and Sony PlayStation.
0: It, it's, like... But, honestly, I just... I don't get the whole, like, oh, we got to get this out the door now instead of making sure that this is going to be good. Remember, a <laughs> remember first impression, especially when it comes to games, like, that matters because people are not... You're talking about games that cost 60, now 70, now more. You cannot. Look look what's happening with Forspoken right now. This game comes out in literally like a couple of days, and the press is absolutely negative about this game. Uh, They had to. When have you ever heard that they need to redo a demo because people didn't like it that much? Like, you know, I pretty much um checked out of the game because of the demo yeah. like I I made the decision that I'm not spending 70 dollars on this I if you know if it winds up being good i'll I'll pay the 50 or or less later.
1: I, um, I mean I thought the demo yeah. okay but it reminded me of like Sonic Frontiers kind of and it's like that's that's weird.
0: yeah uh it, it's just it's not a good look. Um, at all for Cluster Protocol, it's it's sad to see, quite honestly. But um, yeah, it's just man, you uh, definitely don't want uh, you didn't want this to happen, but it felt like you could definitely see it happening. Right. And then here, that's that's the thing you were left on.
1: It should have is, just, it should have said screw it because I think like I mean one reason I'll never play that game probably is just like the main actor is I just don't like. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Whitwer, yeah, like at all. And it's like, you should have just said screw it and made a uh, replace him with Vin Diesel and just make a new Chronicles of Riddick game,
0: yep. And that would have been cool, right? But yeah. uh, that also would have had to pay more money.
1: Oh, so, sorry, the, main, the main guy is uh, Josh Jumel, and it's like, yeah, he's not yeah. great either. Yeah, Sam Witwer is like the bad guy, and it's like, wow. It's like a race to the blandest, huh? Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like uh, Meta is also not doing well. They had to lay off people. We talked about that, um, I think, previously. And they're also we kind they have kind of already had talked about this, I think, also that they were gonna end support for the original Oculus Quest.
1: So. Yeah, basically after March, like you, you can still buy stuff, but they're not gonna put anything new on there. But yeah. I put this on there because it was funny because they are like, oh, we're ending support for the meta social program or club or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you're phrasing that as a bad thing when I see it as a positive. So <laughs> what does that tell you about your social program?
0: Uh, that that it wasn't good to yeah, begin so, with.
1: Social Horizon or their meta horizon bullshit or whatever. It's like, yeah, no one no one wants this. Like they, they keep trying to think. They keep trying to go like, it's going to be like ready player one. It's like, that wasn't um, that wasn't no. positive movie. Idiots. Or like you know that wasn't a good thing in the grand scheme of things.
0: Yeah, like I feel like that's been Meta's thing forever. They just we're gonna usher in the Ready Player One, yeah. And it still yet to happen. Complete with it, all the misogyny. <laughs> yeah, it's like it has still yet to happen, and here we are. You yeah. know stop trying to... um, I mean, I'm not saying that we'll never get there. We might, when probably when we're not on this earth anymore. But it's just like, yeah, just just right now, it doesn't mean that we need to fast forward to that. Uh, I don't think the world is even close, close already uh, for that to be a thing. So, yeah. Um, I think most people by now, you have the Quest 2... I have the oh, quest or, one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, oh. but most people would just get to hit the quest two because they're not going to get the quest quest pro. Right. I mean, so. if if mine broke currently, I'd wait till like the next the quest three comes out, like the next the next version. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you on that because you know the quest two is already kind of aging out. Like that's been out for about right. Why not?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think we both have spoken that we're not gonna get this because of the price and everything but you know that psvr2 is it's coming pretty quickly here yeah and they did announce the the launch games here um they have some pretty interesting ones uh in here of course the horizon call of the mountain is going to be the pack in game that's going to that's the one that uh people you know know the most about and and they're probably going to get it's going to get the most hype of anything that's that's on this uh, you know, you got that free update for Grand Theft Auto 7 if you're a racing game fan. Um, a Dark Pictures game is coming out on it. Uh, I guess trying to do see if they can do the success from, uh, what is it, Until Dawn? Yeah. Uh, the Creed Rise of Glory game could be pretty good.
1: Uh, boxing games
0: it. seem to do well in VR for the most part.
1: That last Creed no. game wasn't great, though. So yeah, uh,
0: The Cities VR game. Uh, after the fall, uh, you got a Jurassic World game, uh, Job Simulator again. Uh, that last Clockwinder game looks interesting. Uh, NFL, The NFL game is okay. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to be in VR, Resident Evil Village in VR, Res Infinite VR, um, the Tetris effects in VR, Thumper, which that was also on PSVR 1. And, yeah, you get some of the, that Walkie Dead Saints and Sinners second game. There's some... Uh, Pistol Whip might be one of the big games people are playing out of that as well.
1: Uh, I mean, a lot of this stuff is old. That's, that's right. one problem. But I, th- I thought it's funny that, like, some games will get free upgrades, like Grand trees most 7. I mean, or, like, uh, the the Light Brigade or uh, that NFL Pro Era game. Yeah. But, like some games will cost money like Tetris Effect and Res.
0: Yeah, I mean Tetris Effect is basically out on everything. That's what's weird. Yeah. So, that one I don't understand at all, but uh I think this is still going to do well. You know those initial VR units are going to sell. Every time something new comes out, um, I think it'll
1: sell well initially, but it'll quickly it'll more quickly fall apart than the PSVR did. And yeah, definitely. The, the reason I say that is, look at what happened to Connect. Yeah, and especially for like, if this thing was two hundred dollars, would be you know, sure, why not? But this thing is more expensive than the fucking console. Yeah, and if crazy. you don't have, and if
0: you don't have the console, that is yeah. a lot of money to put in. Now, granted, again, if you're going to compare this to the Valve Index or something that you need a PC for,
1: yeah, sure, it's, still it's, it's technically cheaper. cheaper, but also like. Look at the breadth and scope of like Steam VR. It's like there are twenty times as many things on that thing than this thing will ever have. Right. I mean that that's the thing is just like is
0: this kind of gonna be the same thing as PSVR where it does well, they get to boast about numbers, and then you slowly start seeing the Developers not the drop off, yeah, yeah. The drop off, and then it's like, okay, well, this is a thing, and there's stuff that I mean, people are waiting on uh, Half Life Alex to come on it, which that's a big game. Whenever it does drop, people have been waiting to have another yeah. way to play this besides has it, PC. Has
1: it been announced it will come or no? I,
0: I don't know what they've officially, but like, I feel like Jim Ryan and other people have said that they it is okay, so you know uh it's basically one of those like they're just waiting for the announcement yeah is what it feels like instead of oh this is for sure a thing right um so yeah i look i i i'm not a vr person um i don't really have the space for it but i think people that enjoy it hey i don't want to see another it's like kind of like stadia right the technology is great did I really? Did I want to Stadia to go away, or whatever? No. Um, does it suck for the developers and for all the people who'd like to use it? Yes. Um, is it going to be the next game-changing, world-changing thing? I don't know. I don't think so. At least maybe not in games. Uh, maybe for other uses, but I think people are still kind of okay with the way they play games now, especially with it feels like Steam Deck has really galvanize the whole I want my games portably um, thing and not have to be tied to the that's another thing too it's it still can't compete with the Oculus Quest 2 because you're still tied to something it right. still has a, a tether so yeah. until you remove that until it is completely wireless which I'm assuming that would make it even more expensive um, well you know.
1: technically I mean they could just drop the specs down to whatever the Quest 2 right. is yeah. but they don't I don't want to do that, so
0: yeah i I think they don't want they don't want the problem of like what you're having with the series X and series s right where you have to make like two versions basically right um so I think that that would cause more development headaches and you don't have the the backing to really some of these people maybe don't even have the money the funding to let's say let's make two versions of it, and, yeah um so there's that as well that you got to look at um but that's still something to come uh something that we know for sure uh is is one positive i guess out of this entire feels like negative week for gaming uh is the mpd sales for december 2022 in the year overall um and december we had uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, obviously being the big leader. They were the overall leader of the entire year, no surprise. <laughs> With Modern Warfare or Call of Duty in general, not the uh, big winner. Elden Ring came in a, in a really close second, though, and then you had Madden, God of War, Ragnarok, Lego Star Wars, soccer, Skywalker Saga. That did really well. Um, surprising to me, the Need for Speed Unbound that came in at number eight for EA. Uh, I think the sudden drop-off... And did you see that it it started at 70 and all of a sudden it was like 40-something? Yeah,
1: like a week <laughs> later or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very happy to see Crisis Core as number 10. Yeah. Um, very good, glad to see that. And Japan, it apparently did some bonkers numbers uh, as well. So even though they remastered it and they put it on uh, consoles that it has not been on, remember, it's still an old game. So um, the fact that now they they did do some touch-ups to the graphics on the gameplay and everything which helped obviously but it's still based on that old game so i think that that's that power of final fantasy seven still in play here let protocol wound up being number 17 but as we talked about that doesn't really um mean much when they really needed that game to be, number be something one. <laughs> else <laughs> they needed yeah. it to be something else so yeah there's just we'll we'll uh We'll see what happens in January. There is some big games there and one ends up taking it, but overall the, uh, it led to the whole everything for the year. Um, still being at a good number. It's, it's actually, I think in December increased a little bit compared to last year in December. Uh, that, I mean, it helps a lot that like there was available more hardware available, which that wasn't the case beforehand. So, um, that's something we got to look at, but we'll see what happens in 2023 as far as uh, that goes. So let's end things here. Did you watch the first episode of The Last of Us Show? Yep. You. I, I did as well, yeah. Um, it's a, It's really cool how much like shot-for-shot shot stuff they did to the game.
1: Yeah, uh, it doesn't work in one, one particular sequence.
0: I thought overall, like, I really like, I mean, I don't know that Pedro Pascal has done a bad thing in a while.
1: Um, so it's, good, it's good to qualify that. I'm like, saying, like, you know, like,
0: but <laughs> like almost everything I've seen him in,
1: right. I've Recently, enjoyed. Right? Since he got popular, yeah.
0: <laughs> so tie that with, you know, I don't know that she's like the, the perfect Ellie or whatever, but I thought she does a good job. Bella Ramsey as well. Um, and I think that it's going to make for a really interesting, what are they going to do with the show? How is it going to be different from the game? It's supposed to be very, uh, close to, you know, that first game, the story and everything. So, but if you, I mean, if you're like me and you haven't really experienced like the whole game or whatever before, I think for me, uh, I think it's cool to watch it as a show and I enjoyed that first episode. So I mean, what did you think of it or
1: uh I thought it was fine. I really liked uh I mean she's not a huge into it at the moment, but Anna Torv as I think her name, uh the girl, like his partner. Yeah. She is good. I always liked her since like Fringe came out. Yeah. The only oh, sequence. that's
0: where I remember her from. I of a sudden they're going, God, I've seen her face before.
1: Yeah. And that's what it, yeah. Um, the only sequence that didn't work, at least for me, because, I mean, I, I'm not like Randy. I don't obsess over the game that much. Yeah. Uh, but there's a sequence when him and her uh, are breaking into, like, the, the house where, uh, oh, uh, her, oh, yeah, the character's name was Tess where Tess and uh, Joel are breaking into, like, a house to get to, like, the sewer or, like, the subway line. Yeah. And that, that's where you see that, like, one guy, like, mushroomed against the wall, like, in the sewer. And the there's, sequ- right. there's a scene when they're breaking in, and there's a shot where, like, it's just like a window, kind of, but you see all these, like, dust particles kind of flying in and out or, like, kind of settling down a little. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, it's cool, but they said that the, like... This isn't like the game where that's a problem because like the fungus isn't, isn't uh, you know, distributed by spores. So why had this one shot when it doesn't matter? Like, it's not right. like the game. because like, yeah, in the game, yeah, when you get, like, the dusty area, put on this stupid mask. But I thought the brother was good. i uh, really hoping to see Nick Offerman in that third episode. She'll be great. Yeah. Uh, and I thought his daughter in the first half hour was like no offense to Bella Ramsey but like the first daughter was like a much better actress.
0: Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> I was feeling some feels when you get to that part, you know, um where it happens right. and I was like damn, you know, uh, it made me feel like cuz my own daughter does a lot of the stuff, you know, that she does in that game. She's very independent if if she could she could go on the bus and do things and, and whatever, you know, um, on her own and just, and maybe feel, and then like also the, the older lady that they have yeah uh, exactly. be that first one is like, right. oh, that's a bit unsettling there, you know? So, um, so like,
1: that's, yeah. That's the, the weird thing is like how they, like, I mean, I hopefully assume that it'll, it'll show up more like this tonight's episode or later on, but like, if the thing isn't airborne, how does the contagion spread? Like, that's yeah, like that's re- the
0: because they took away the spores, right? Yeah. For this game, like, for this like, show.
1: When a daughter's in school, you see like the his, like her one of the students' hands twitching, or right? Like, well, how did he pitch it? You know, I doubt he just got off a plane somewhere, or you know, like, so I I hope to kind of get into that more. I think they said, like, oh, the spores might come back, and they might make it as well. They demo, like, if they don't, there's gonna be kind of a big plot hole here, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the guy who did it, did it Craig uh, Mazin, I mean, he did that Chernobyl show. That was yeah. quite good.
0: <laughs> he did a terrific job um, with that. I just, it, I mean, I'm impressed. I really am uh, excited for the rest of it. Let's see. Um, I know, uh, you know, all the reviewers basically got to see the whole show already, but. Well, I think yeah, like up
1: to the, up to like the first six episodes, I think. That's what uh, yeah. most people have seen, like the reviewers. Right. But. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like I'll, I'll watch it, obviously, because an episode tonight, right? So, uh,
0: so we'll definitely have more thoughts on that uh, for next week. So, well, oh, we already know Mark's going to have some Fire Emblem Engage thoughts for next week. Um, yeah, I don't think either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either one of us are going to get um, uh, forespoken.
1: Are, are you gonna? No, I mean, if it gets like a ten out of ten from like reviewers, maybe, but. I- yeah, I know, I, we will not get a review copy. I so. highly
0: doubt that. Um, I don't know. It's maybe a Dead Space remake. Code could show up. I'm not going to go after it. I have a lot of stuff already, uh,
1: so I, I, can, I can guarantee you, if one does show up, it'll be for Xbox,
0: right? <laughs> where you can't, where you can't play it. But um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of just, uh, you know, trying to get through these two games and then. I think pretty much there's not something coming out to a theater rhythm for me. So right. um, we'll, we'll see for sure. But yeah, uh, look, we got some, some big games coming up before we do another show next week. So stay tuned. Um, thank you for joining us uh, this week. Really appreciate all of you that have watched and listened uh, wherever it is that you have. Um, remember if you want it uh, early and fast, Uh, go subscribe to the W2 Network YouTube channel. It comes out there first, and then later on uh, the podcast side. Remember, again, if you subscribe through the W2 Network feed, subscribe through – go search video games to the max, wherever it is that you uh, listen, and subscribe there because at the end of this month, there will no – the W2 Network feed will still be there, but it's going to error out, and you won't get any more uh, new episodes. So that's – something you've, you've got to look at and then make sure that hopefully you don't think we just stop making content after February 1st, because that's not true. Just make sure you subscribe to um, the video to the max. If you listen on audio. So anyway, uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of what we do here for WTM network. They, you know, uh, Mark Rylance keeps doing his thing. Uh, they have just continued to always stay on top of it with the movies. Um, there's a new, uh, podcast called movies don't suck uh as well um you definitely should go check out um they're pretty uh, they're pretty great as well um but the radless uh crew they you know they did the review of the avatar movie uh so definitely uh check that one out uh they've been doing the some mma stuff as well we got the mma for marks folks we got talk to keiki the anime podcast so um you definitely Want to keep uh, everything glued to the channel. Just make sure you, again, if you like a podcast that we have on the network on the YouTube side, go search for it individually on the podcast side and you can keep up with it there. Um, So until next week, everyone, we will see y'all later. Later. Bye.